Welcome back to Round Guide Radio as the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa presents high school basketball. We have Blake Bennett of KSOM Atlantic. Uh, he's going to give us a little preview of the teams that uh, his his radio station is going to be covering this week uh, or this season. Welcome to the program, Blake. Hey, thanks for having me on. Well, uh, tell me, uh, uh, first tell, tell our listeners, you know, what are all teams that you guys are going to cover this year? So we cover 10 schools, ACGC, AHSTW, Atlantic, Audubon, Cam, Xyra, EHK, Grizzled, Harlan, Nottoway Valley, and Riverside. All right. Well, uh, take each team one at a time and, and let our listeners get a little preview of uh, what, what kind of basketball team you think they've got this year. All right, ACGC on the boys' side should be pretty talented. They lost one seniors all from a group that won over 15 games last year. They moved from Class 2A to Class 1A this season, which I think they're pretty optimistic about. They've got a couple of seniors that were double-digit scorers last year, so the Charger boys' basketball team is uh, pretty excited for the season. The ACGC girls have been a really good defensive team the past few seasons, and they've uh, had back-to-back double-digit win totals, which is a pretty – a good showing compared to where they came from. So if they can get some offense going, it looks like the Chargers uh, girls basketball squad could be uh, building on their win total from last season. The AHSTW girls basketball team has lost quite a bit to graduation the last two to three years, but they've got Delaney Gosshorn back, who's been starting since she was a freshman. She's already had a, a game over 20 points this season, so she'll look to lead the way for that group. The AHSTW boys are uh, very, very good. They went to the sub-state finals last year. They bring back most of their starters. They've got a few seniors that have been playing since they were freshmen. A really talented group for Coach Gigi Harris and the AHSTW boys. They're going to be one of the headliners for sure among the teams we cover. Uh, The Atlantic girls have got a pretty good uh, quality core of athletes back from a team that's had a good run in softball and volleyball, so they look to continue that. The Atlantic boys have a, a big-time scorer in Colton Rasmussen, who will be a junior this season. He's tall, athletic. He's uh, had a lot of dunks last year. He's looking to lead the way for them. Uh, Audubon boys and girls, both are going to be pretty young, and they're kind of uh, a little bit of a rebuilding stage, I guess you could say. Um, Audubon girls lost two seniors who went on to sign uh, letters of intent to play in college last year, and uh, they'll be, as their coach kind of said, uh, starting with the basics um as far as the audubon boys they have uh, some size edward miller's a six seven junior who's going to be uh, looking to do big things for them this season cam boys and girls uh, girls team has been uh, right near that 20 win total about uh, three of the last four years and they've got a junior in eva stephenson who's been a three-year starter already that can do a little bit of everything so the cam girls should be very good uh, Cam boys, they lost quite a bit from last season to graduation. Uh, Cam was the state champion in football last year. They had a lot of great athletes in that senior class. So they've got a couple of holdovers coming back, but we'll see what they can put together. Exira EHK is a girls program that's been to the state tournament uh, quite a bit in recent history, including three straight appearances in Des Moines. They did graduate a lot, but they have an all-stater in Quinn Grubbs returning that'll lead the way. Shea Burmeister is another senior that's played a lot for in a very well-coached Xyra EHK girls basketball team that should be one of the best around. 
Xyra EHK boys basketball team was a district finalist last year. They've got almost everybody back. In fact, anybody who played major minutes does return for the Spartan boys. So they look to be one of the best teams in their conference, if not in class 1A for Southwest Iowa. Grizzled boys and girls, both pretty young teams. Uh, Grizzled boys do have a lot returning from last year, even though they are still young, but they've only got two total upperclassmen, uh, which will make things tough for them. They've got two seniors and no juniors and a big sophomore class. Uh, the Grizzled girls only have uh, nine or ten girls out, so and they're pretty young too. Depth will be kind of an issue there, but we'll see what they can put together. Harlan boys and girls, pretty tradition-rich program there, usually solid. Harlan uh, football coming off a state title, uh, so they've got a lot of athletes in the school right now that most of them are out for basketball too. Uh, Nottoway Valley girls have been to the state tournament in the past. Uh, it was two years ago they made it. They did graduate Maddox DeVault, who's gone on to play at Simpson. They have Lindsey Davis back, who's a big-time scorer. She's had a game this year already over 20 points. So the Wolverine girls, even though they've lost some, they look to keep uh, their – tradition alive not away valley boys return almost everybody from a team that kind of got hot at the end of last year they had a, a coaching change last season and took them a little bit of time to get on track but once they did get going they were very competitive uh, and then riverside the uh, riverside girls have been on an upward trajectory in recent years they uh, have pretty much everybody back from last season not a real deep roster, but they've got some talented pieces there. They're coming off a state volleyball trip, so some of those girls will be playing basketball and providing uh, some good minutes for Coach Mitch Rice. And then the Riverside boys have uh, 2013, they went to the state tournament, and then they really fell off the table for almost a decade since. For the last two years, they've put together back-to-back double-digit win seasons, and they've got a, a junior in Grady Jepson who's been a three-year starter now, Averaged over 18 points per game as a sophomore. He's going to look to lead them to big things this season. Well, tell me about uh, maybe a freshman or sophomore that's going to start getting some playing time this year that you've got your eye on. Um, I have to think about that one for a little bit. I haven't seen too many teams as of yet, just this early in the season, but um Griswold had a lot of players last year, their boys team, uh, that played as freshmen. So they've got some sophomores now. Uh, Peyton Cook is one that comes to mind. He had a, a game-winning basket in a game I covered last year. And if they want to kind of get back on track and get their program reestablished, uh, Peyton Cook would be a big part of that. So I'd say maybe he'd be a guy from Griswold. All right. Well, tell me about the, the schedule. Let's talk about the schedule. Uh, are there any kind of uh, big games that uh, you might have tonight? Uh, well, on um, first week of the season, I've got kind of an interesting one for on Friday, December 2nd. Um, it's not exactly a marquee matchup. It's Heartland Christian at Grizzled, and both programs uh, have struggled in recent years. But they do a unique event where they tip the game off at 1 o'clock. And the reason they do that is because they let the entire student body come and watch. The activities director thought of that a couple of years ago. It went over really well last season when they did it. The premise is that uh, a lot of times parents don't bring their kids to games. Maybe it's too late or they've got other activities going in the evening. So they start the game at 1 o'clock and they, they pack the gym, which is not something they usually do for their regular season meetings. But because it's an early start time and they let all the students go in, it's kind of a unique environment and kind of looking forward to seeing how that one goes. Plus it's kind of a, a winnable game too, you know. Right, uh, yeah, that was the idea. It was, they wanted to have a game where they knew they'd be competitive. 
Yeah, and, and one of those two teams will kind of get their season uh, kind of going a little bit. There's nothing that builds right. confidence like a win, you know. Yeah, uh, absolutely. As as the losses pile up, uh, eventually you just get in that, in that winning column. It kind of just changes everything for the team. Yeah, especially for two teams that are both very young, it's good to kind of go against somebody your own your own uh, capability, so to speak. Well, give me some of those uh, conference rivalries that are big that maybe you got circled on the calendar that uh, really do have passionate fan bases and pack the gym and. What's going to be what – what are some of those exciting matchups this year? Well, a couple come to mind. Uh, on the girls' side, Cam and Exira EHK, those have been two of the cream of the crop teams in the Rolling Valley Conference. In fact, one of the two has gone to the state tournament for, gosh, I want to say about eight of the last nine years. And uh, Exira EHK has kind of been the team uh, with the talent they've had the last few years. But they graduated heavily, and Cam brings back a lot. So we'll see if that shifts at all, if the Cougars can give the Spartans a run for their money on the girls' side this season. Uh, the boys, the last couple of years in the Western Iowa Conference, it's been Trainer and AHSTW. Trainer historically has been very, very good. AHSTW recently has had a great group coming through. Last year, AHSTW beat Trainer to win the Western Iowa Conference. Um, but they've had some back-and-forth meetings the last uh, few years. In fact, two years ago it was AHSTW beating Trainer the regular season, but Trainer beating AHSTW in the postseason. So with those two teams to get together in early February, and I would bet that uh, at least for the second of two meetings this season, and I would bet that that's going to have big conference implications on the line. Well, uh, who are who are the teams you think that could get to state out of the uh, uh, of the ones that are in your your coverage area? Well, I know the AHSTW boys feel really really good about their chances. They were uh, in the sub-state finals last year. They do move from one A to two A this season, so that will make an impact obviously on the quality of competition when it comes to the postseason. But the Vikings have a loaded roster and very high expectations. They're gonna. Uh, play a real stingy defense and just kind of smother opponents and oftentimes that leads to offense for them. So AHSTW boys would definitely be one to keep an eye on. Um, and probably Exira EHK girls, even though they've lost a lot, um, Exira EHK or Cam probably on the girls' side would be in that regional final hunt, uh, I would think, at the very least. Well, what, uh, what one of your teams, and this doesn't have to be a team that's had a big winning record a lot of times, but which one of these teams is on the uptick? Which one of these teams is going to have uh, – you, you look like it's got some talent that could make a move and improve their status from last year. I think the Riverside boys would be one. They kind of, I would say, overachieved last year. They had a big breakthrough two seasons ago, and they had their first winning season since 2013. Uh, and they graduated a lot from that group. And they had a lot uh, of newcomers, not a lot of varsity experience at the beginning of last year. Didn't get off to a great start, but they really found their stride midway through the year. And they've got, I mentioned him earlier, Grady Jepson. He's a real star player for them. They've got another guy, Aiden Solias, who's kind of a do-it-all. Uh, he's going to get you your rebounds, your assists, your steals, and uh, not necessarily always a high score, but contributes in a ton of ways. So I think the Riverside boys are a program that's uh, due to – really catch their stride here. Well, uh, is there an app or a streaming service that KOSM has that our listeners and anybody listening to this podcast could uh, could catch up with one of these teams if they were so inclined? 
Yep, you bet. We've got our website is westerniowatoday.com. That's westerniowatoday.com. Our app has the same uh, same name, Western Iowa Today. And we do video stream all pretty much all of our broadcasts, so uh, people can watch or listen to the games we've got on our broadcast calendar. Well, that is terrific. Blake, you are, are the guest that packs the most punch per minute into an interview. I, I always love talking to you. You get me so excited uh, about those schools out there. And uh, thanks for being with us today. Good to talk to you again. Thanks a bunch.